One of the mistakes that we make when we think about God, and especially when we think about the idea of the Trinity, is to think that really the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are all just one person. And sometimes God acts like a father, and sometimes he acts like a son, and sometimes he acts like the Holy Spirit. But really, behind all of those different roles, he's one person. When I was a kid growing up, I had a robot toy, and that robot would transform into a jet fighter, and then that jet fighter would transform into a tank. It was a triple changer. And some people think that God is like a triple changer. And in fact, the early church had to deal with this same idea back in its early centuries. As early as the second century AD, the early church dealt with the idea of modalism, that God is one person, and in the Old Testament, he appeared as the Father. And then he transformed into Jesus for the time period covered by the four Gospels. And then Jesus goes back to heaven, and then God transforms again and comes back down as the Holy Spirit. Well, this idea of modalism is very popular because it helps us understand, we think, what God is like. It's easy to understand. The problem is that it's false to the way that the New Testament presents God. We start out in John's Gospel in chapter 1. And it describes how the Word, that is, Jesus, was with God, God the Father, in the beginning. So already, in the beginning, when the curtain first lifts on the story of creation and human history, there you already have two persons, the Father and the Son, together in perfect unity and fellowship and harmony. If you go back to the Old Testament, Genesis chapter 1, again, when the curtain lifts, in the beginning you have God speaking the world into existence and you have the Holy Spirit, you have the Spirit of God hovering over the unformed creation. And so, at these beginning points in the Bible, we find that God already is three persons, the Father and the Son and the Spirit, together there at the start of creation. We also see in Jesus' baptism, for instance, as one instance among many in the Gospels. You see Jesus in the water being baptized. You hear the voice of his Father speaking from heaven, saying, You are my Son. And you see the Holy Spirit coming down in the form of a dove to rest on Jesus and to guide him in his ministry. And so all three of them are there together. You don't have just one at a time. That's true, that pattern of the three, the Father and the Son and the Spirit, shows up across the New Testament. Jesus doesn't pray to himself, he prays to his Father in heaven. He's guided by the Holy Spirit and does his miracles through the power of the Holy Spirit. In the same way, when Jesus goes back to heaven, and the Holy Spirit is given to the church on the day of Pentecost, the Apostle Peter stands up and says that Jesus has gone to the right hand of God the Father in heaven and has received from the Father the Holy Spirit to pour out on his church. When Stephen, the first Christian martyr, 
is about to be killed, he looks up into heaven and the Bible tells us he's filled with the Holy Spirit. He looks into heaven and he sees the Son of Man, Jesus, standing at the right hand of God the Father. Now, what difference does that make in our lives? Well, here's what it means. It means that God was not lonely before he created the world. God is love in himself for all eternity. And he didn't make the world because he was lonely. His love was always satisfied in the relationship between the Father and the Son in the Holy Spirit. The flip side of that coin is also true. God didn't create the world because he was lonely. It also means that God wasn't always just self-absorbed thinking about himself. The Father is always, for all eternity, thinking about, loving, glorifying his Son. The Son is always returning love and glory to the Father in the Holy Spirit. And so it elevates our view of God to recognize he wasn't lonely, he's not self-absorbed, he's always been love in himself. And he invites us to come share in his love that he has freely given to us, not because he needed us. And on the other hand, he's not so self-absorbed that he doesn't know that we even exist or care about us. But he freely loves us and he freely invites us through his Son and his Spirit. The Father reaches down to us and pulls us into his heart as we let him. <laughs>